All right, welcome to the next episode of Just About Boxing at Jab University, brought to you by iBuild Texas. Check out our sister podcast, Jimmy's World. Both shows are available on all podcast platforms. Today's special guest is none other than Omari Jones. What up, man? What's going on? Hey, man, where are you from? Tell everybody where you from. I'm from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. My godmama lives out, was it Leesburg or something like that? Way out. Yeah, man. Yeah. How is it? You, you were at Disney World, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney World. That's what we know him for. Yeah, man. But a lot of people don't know. Uh, Orlando ain't all sweet like that, man. It's kind of rough <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, how old are you, man? Uh, I'm 18. You're 18 years old. You're a youngster. You just, you still a youth? Or you just. No, you... I'm, I, I'm elite. I just had my first elite tournament and I won uh, all six fights and I just won my first tournament at elite. Okay, so you, yeah, you won in Shreveport. Yeah, so. Shreveport, yeah, 152. Yeah. 152. Uh, so this is yeah, your first. Yeah. What, how was that jump to at least? Because you should have you should have did it in December, had a little delay yeah. coming because yep. of COVID. Yep. How was it jumping uh, to the least? Well, I, I'll say I adjusted pretty good. Um, I was I was originally going to go. I was on weight with everything. I was originally going to go at 138. And then they delayed it another um, another three months. So I was kind of like, well, am I going to be able to, like, hold that weight for, you know, that that time period? So, you know, my dad, my team, we discussed it. We just said we're going to go ahead and, and move up. I was I was a I was a light 152 though. I was weighing in like 146, 147. Yeah, I just said, I, yeah, yeah. I just went ahead and went up and, you know, trusted my talent. That's what's up. And it paid off. You haven't trust in yourself. So yeah. when did you start boxing? Well, I started boxing at the age of eight years old. Eight years old. Orlando. Yeah. Who I know from her? Daquan Arnett would think I was the only person. I oh, yeah. I, I yeah. actually trained with uh, Daquan uh, and Justin, uh, you know, the brothers. Yeah. It was, uh, we was training at Lou Harris Gym. for. Okay. I, I was training there for a few years. And then, you know, my coach, he had uh, passed away. And now I'm currently... Uh, with Jason, with Jason Galarza, you might know yeah. him with um, coach, coach of Erickson Lubin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah, I know. I got a lot of folks out in the Florida area. Uh, was it Gladden Boxing Club? Uh, we, uh, he was in the Marines with me out there in uh, Gainesville. Yeah, so, uh, I heard of him. Yeah, yeah, they always be around. Uh, so what got you into boxing? What prompted you to like? You know what? I'm gonna go get punched in the face and enjoy it. <laughs> Well, originally at uh, four years old, I started off with um, karate. So karate was already a contact sport. And uh, I was a second degree. Uh, I stopped at being a second degree black belt. So I went ahead and said, you know, I I'm more done with karate. And, you know, I, I fell in love more with boxing. And I had to kind of focus in on that one sport as I got older and got more serious about the sport. And, uh, I know South Florida be having a lot of fights. Uh, Central Florida have a lot of amateur fights. Oh yeah, we just we we throw uh, we throw shows about every month, every other month. So, um, but I, I, right now, right now, I just uh, tournaments really been at nationals, and um, I just been getting this work while I'm at camp. And you know, I did a lot of traveling for nationals. You know, I went to Adrian Broner camp, went down to uh, you know Erickson Lubin gym for some work. We just, we just, I went to St. Pete and sparred Clarence Booth. I sparred Tevin Farmer. He came to, he was in actually in Orlando, Florida. Oh, okay. the, the list, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just saying, I, I did a lot of preparing and took 
the preparation serious for um just the last national that I did. You know what? That's not the first time I heard that because some young boys I was talking to, uh, you probably know little Booney Troy Nash, he a junior. Then uh, Robert Merriweather over at Floyd's gym. They were traveling around, too. Okay. And I was like, why are you traveling around? Said, man, yeah. Can't get no fights because of COVID. So we might as well go spar, yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, yo, yeah. so. And, did... and this, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just saying in the sparring, you know, sparring with pros, you know, guys like Josue Vargas. And, and like I say, the list goes on. It, You know, you just got to travel to get that work. And it's top-notch work, too. So I, I, we go and get it. That's what's up, man. And. Yeah. Other than bumping you up from 38 to 52, what other impact did COVID have on what Omari doing boxing-wise? Uh, I would just say it stopped a lot of competition. Uh, you know, I just had to travel to get work. You know, I, I wanted to compete. And as soon as Florida opened up, uh, you know, I had won the, the state pal. I had went ahead and won that tournament because it was the first thing. And everybody was just trying to get that get that work in, especially uh, them thinking that uh, the Nationals was in December. And uh, with the delay of Nationals, I'll say it definitely played in my favor because I had more time to go get work and train harder. My team was able to, you know, just put put me in a better position for his conditioning. And uh, you know, raise you know, raising money to get to these tournaments. Yeah, because you know, I'm, they, a, they I'm a coach dad. Uh, like I know, I know my pockets be hurt. Yeah. Like, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the worst. <laughs> they they are expensive, man. So you've yeah, been man. around a while. Um, what is like you ever fight somebody like, man, I hate fighting this dude. This is hard. Like you ever run into somebody like this is hard all the time, even if you better than yeah. them, it's just rough, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I ran into a few of them. A lot of I, I say I ran into, <laughs> I ran into a few of them at nationals. Um, just they just kept coming, but I I trust like I say I trusted my talent, and you know they they keep coming, and you know I got to keep coming too. So what makes Omari Omari in the ring? Like if somebody's like, man, that dude is fast, is strong. What is what is it? Uh, it's it's the speed. It's my jab. I will say my jab. It uh, definitely lands at a high accuracy um, and just my movement. I feel like I got, I have all around skills all around the board. So, you know, they, they just going to judge me all around and might, and definitely will see some from me every time I fight. Like I had to, I was the only fighter to fight um, six times. Yeah. Y'all was, all, y'all was a huge weight class. Wasn't that weird, man? Y'all was deep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, 150, uh, 138 was even. Yeah, 138 uh, worse, was deep though. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 152. So I was the only fighter to fight six times, along with um, getting the fighter of the tournament as well. So, like, how does it feel to win one of those? You know, you won the tournament, but now you the outstanding boxer. Yeah. How does that feel? Like, <laughs> like yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all uh, see me? Y'all see me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was I, I say it was definitely like a long road to get where I'm at like I say I started boxing at eight my first uh nationals was at JO's in West Virginia and you know I got the silver there I thought I wanted and um you know I got the silver there I came up short and two more nationals and to finally get my my first nationals it was, it was a dream come true along with getting the fight at the tournament I'm just like you know wow like I got to thank God for that blessing and my team. You know? Yeah, man, had to feel good, man. So you still in high school yeah. or are you in college? What you doing? Uh, 
I actually just graduated, but I graduated with um, some some college credits. So now I'm just continuing um, the course at the the same at the same school with the classes I was taking at the same school. Oh, that's what's up. And uh, yeah. what's the what's the degree plan? Would you? I went to college for kinesiology because I thought it was just is is called sports science. Man, it was more science yeah. than sports. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I, I plan to go to um, school for uh, business, business and management. Uh, I, I just feel like that's important, especially, you know, I got a clothing line called I Got a Dollar in the Dream. And I just plan to, you know, not not end up like a lot of the not saying that, you know, everybody has got money taken from them. But, you know, it's a lot of fighters in the game or oh, stories it's a common that story, bro. That's a common story. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel you. It's a common yeah. story. A lot of them happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> You take a kid yeah. that ain't never had no real money, and you drop a bunch mm-hmm. of money on them, and then all of a sudden somebody smarter than them took all their money. It's a it's a yeah. common story, man. Yeah. So I hopefully right. uh what prompted you said clothing line, man. It said got a dollar to dream, his name is clothing line, right? I got a dollar in the dream. I wish I was uh I was going to change and wear the shirt, but uh, I'm just letting everybody know. So it's called I got a dollar in the dream. Um, you know, it just me, it's, it's basically a shirt with stars on top, me boxing on the moon. And it's just, you know, me living my dream, which is boxing. What prompted you to start a clothing line? Like just, I need the extra source of income or, or like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the next, what's the dude, Damon, whatever the FUBU dude, yeah, like yeah. what just yeah. like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like me just. Uh, I, I actually been talking about it since I was 12 and I started it by about a year and a half ago, two years, I would say. And it was just basically me, uh, of course, wanted to make money, but it was also a dream for me to just have a, have a clothing line and see it come to life. It's, it's a great feeling. That's what's up, man. So I was talking a little bit. He said like, I don't watch boxing. I watch it. If I can learn something, do you watch boxing? Are you a boxing fan? Yes, I, I do watch it. Like, who's your favorite fighter? I was, I have to go with Roy Jones. Uh, Are you a Florida, Florida boy? Yeah, man. Florida <laughs> boy, man. Y'all must have forgot. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got to be Roy Jones, Floyd, uh, and I say Ali. I like, I like a lot of the young guys too. That's coming up, like Devin. Uh, they they compare me a lot to Devin Haney. Uh, I like Shakur Stevenson. You yeah, know, he was I, just I up like, here doing camp. Yeah, I just seen him not too yeah. long ago before this fight. Yeah. Yeah, I got to watch them work. Yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, you, Devin and Shakur, they're around, they're close to the same way. They're about a weight class apart. Yeah. Who you got? I'm going to have to go with Devin. You're going to go with Devin. That's what's up. That's what's up. He looked, he look, hey, he looked real good against Linares, man. Like, he did. Hey, I'm yeah. talking, I'm even talking though he about got Drake. rocked, but like, <laughs> yeah. he got rocked, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he was trying to put on a show and got yeah. caught, but. Man, he boxed beautifully, man. He was putting it together. He was moving, yeah. controlling the range. The man, Devin, hey, Devin, yeah, he did a real good job, man. Um, you, you watch. You, yeah, go ahead. Which, go oh, ahead. and I was just saying, if you not, I, I love, I, I like Shakur, but I'm just saying, if you if you compare both of their last performances. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You talking about this last week? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It sounded like Shakur wasn't really focused. That's what he sounded like because yeah. he said it at the end, and this it just seemed like he wasn't putting punches together in combination. There was a lot of pot shots here yeah. and there. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you watch amateur boxing though? Like, yeah, I do. 
Like now you watch it because of their your peers or were you watching it like as a young amateur watching older guys like or you just like amateur boxing? Uh, I, I'll say I like amateur boxing. Like I like us working, us out here um, working with Australia, Jordan. You know, I have to study those guys, especially. And uh, I study the guys uh, that's in my weight class because you know, uh, right now I'm the number one, but I, I want to keep the spot. And I'm just seeing, you know, who's out there. You know, I know a few people that's going to be coming from youth. You know, the guys that's younger than me. So I gotta, I gotta still stay on point with studying different styles, you know, just, just seeing different styles and what I'm, I'm going to be looking at in the future. So you, you said uh, Jordan, I think we just said Jordan, the Philippines, Australia, all there right now, but this, you can, you're right. sparring against them, but you've never, you have, you competed internationally yet? No, I haven't competed internationally yet, but hopefully, uh, you know, we got some good news maybe in the future uh, that since we won the nationals that we will be competing and representing my country. Oh, that's what's up. And uh, so you y'all y'all got work with them today. Is there something you notice that these international teams do differently from how we fight here in the U.S.? Uh, I would say they got like a like a bounce, uh, a lot of feints. But uh, once you once you figure them out, you know, a, a lot of them, they have the, the same style. But I feel like, you know, the U.S. has uh, most of the talent they like to come with. Uh, pressure <clears throat> and um, if we if we just box and do our thing we'll always come out successful that's what and you think that's because we have like pro we have las vegas here so pro boxing is here like we got vegas yeah. we got la we got new york madison square garden we got atlantic city is that because pro boxing is so prevalent over here versus over there uh i wouldn't i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't say just that uh, because of the pro boxing, I just say uh, maybe like it just it just depends on your coaching. Like if they're teaching a, a certain way on how to beat the U.S. or a, a certain style on how to win, that's <clears throat> that's how that's how I will fight. You know, however, however, whatever style I gotta adapt to in order to win. That's what's up. And uh, yeah, how how is it interacting with these guys from? Uh, do do y'all kick it a little bit? Y'all get to talk to them. Do they speak English? You, uh, you know, Australia speaks English, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, do y'all get to yeah. cultural exchange a little bit? Um, Australia do, you know, they speak English. Uh, but Jordan, um, they have, they, I think they have an interpreter where somebody, you know, translate whatever they're, whatever the coach is saying, whatever our coach is saying, and then their coaches translate to them. And, uh, you know, Jordan, they, they don't speak uh, English well. So it's kind of like, you know, we have to break it down to them on, on what we're doing for the day. And, you know, it's, it's a little different, but interacting with them, it's, it's no conflict. It's just strictly work. Okay. No, like after training, do y'all get to talk a little bit? Oh, oh a, li a, li a little bit. Do, do you find they have similar interests to, to the Americans or they just got their own interests? Like, I don't know what they doing over there. Like, is it... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I would say they, they do have the same interest for working hard and, you know, they, they want to get the goal. That's what's up, man. And then, uh, yeah. you, who do you, who do you watch other than yourself in the amateur boxing? They're like, man, I'm a fan of this guy right here. 
Like, I can't. I, I watch. A, I watch a lot of guys. Like uh, here, I would say we do have some fighters. For as you know, um, Keyshawn, uh, Tiger. That's in my weight class, and just just how they kind of kind of fight. And you know, I, I talk with them every once in a while. You know, how how is it? uh on the on the big stage not not even i wouldn't even say the big stage how is it you know fighting and fighting their worlds and you know just just getting feedback on that and being a student of the game yeah so you say you, tiger and you in the same way class uh yeah. tiger got the spot that you want in paris uh yeah. does he drop the gems on you just hey yo or he just like you gotta ask him first he just like hey yo, you gotta do this this will get oh, you yeah when, 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 yeah when we when we conversate and, and it's not because and and when we conversate, it's kind of like he just go ahead and and go into the topic. He he just ask, oh, are y'all are you think y'all gonna be competing in in the worlds soon? And I, I just be like, yeah. And then you know we'll just go in, go into a conversation on, on what we'll be looking for, or you know you can handle it. You you can do it for real. You know just just motive motivation going into it. And uh, I was and I I wasn't able to make the 2020 Olympic team because you know I was probably like. 16 or 17 whenever whenever they was doing the trials oh yeah because the qualification started what and utah was the first qualifier for olympic trials right salt lake city i, be, I believe so yeah so that was, I was like i was like 16 so that was 2018 too yeah yeah so yeah it started a long time ago you was just a baby and back in the day yeah. you could have went because remember nuke uh rasheed warren went at like 16 it kind of sucks y'all gotta wait a yeah. little bit but yeah and, and it I might be worth the wait man yeah yeah I, I definitely plan on going to uh, 2024, but you know, like every everything, the time and everything happened for a reason, you know. Yeah, it, it, but it might be worth the wait. It was worth the wait, definitely for COVID. We bumped up to 52. You not only won the tournament, you left as an outstanding boxer. It might be really worth the wait. You're gonna develop into a grown man going to 2024, and right now you're the big dog. You're the <laughs> right. big dog. You're the big dog. Uh, <laughs> Now that you're the big dog, do you feel like when you get to these tournaments, oh man, they coming after me? It's they they want me. You feel like that? Yeah, yeah. Especially, um, you know, December with December coming up. You know, I gotta retain my position at the number one, and uh, you know, I, I feel like they're definitely gonna come after me, come harder. I might run into some guys that I fought from uh, Shreveport again. And I know they they're definitely going to be coming at me. So you know, I just uh, I just I just love the position that I'm in right now, and I, I plan to keep it for a long time. So and so, what is the end goal with boxing? Is it the pros? Is it the Olympics? Is it being a manager, promoter? You know what I mean? Is it I'm gonna yeah. sell gloves with my face on them, or I'm just gonna <laughs> be selling these shirts? What is it, man? Yeah. Well, I, I say I always start with something. So you know, I went ahead and won the nationals. That was that was my first stepping stone and then go ahead and win an international tournament. Uh, you know, and I plan to keep winning internationals and nationals, but you know, the ultimate goal in the amateurs is to get that gold medal, you know, 2024. And then I'll, I'll go ahead and turn professional and, you know, be my own boss. That's the be goal. Your own boss. That's great. You know what I mean? I like, I like <laughs> that. You already your own boss, man. You selling shirts. You selling shirts. You already your own boss, man. Right. With that said, I know you y'all in there eating to see you drinking and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and let you go, but before I let you go, uh, hit everybody with the clothing line, 
and hit them with your social so they could they could follow you on, on, on all your platforms. How they get a hold of you, man? Yeah. Uh, well, my my first Instagram, uh, my main account where I post, you know, my boxing stuff. It, they call me uh, Banger, so that's that's been my nickname since I since I first started boxing. Uh, so my Instagram is Banger Put Dem Pauls. Banger Put D E M Pauls. That's <laughs> so, I like it. I like it. <laughs> and that's then my uh, clothing brand. My clothing brand is Dollar and a Dream, but the dollar is with two R's. So dollar, two R's, and a dream. That's what's up, man. And with that said, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go. Let y'all go ahead uh get some rest, get y'all something to eat. Um, hopefully, y'all get to go up to Santiago's and see the kids fight tomorrow. That's over on Pikes Peak and Circle. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Thank you. You too, man. All right, man.